Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 98 of Millennial Movie Talk, MMT, your movie talk show. We're here. We look like we're on a weird late night set. I like all it. Of us I like looking like we're on a late night set. <laughs> Chris especially. Chris Brilliant. looks like he just rolled out of a taxi. <laughs> Chris looks like he should be playing bass on a band. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he's, right, he's, I feel like I'm about to get up and do some audience work, but we have no audience, so... Yeah. If you can do some stand-up yeah. for us in the post-show, that'd be excellent. Right. If I come up with a joke, I'll frame it in a stand-up. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. You can catch I that like pre-show it. and post-show <laughs> over on patreon.com slash Um Or if the you're listening to us on a podcast from service, my mug is leaving a ring on the subscribe chair. Subscribe or follow on your podcast service of choice. Or YouTube. You can do that as well. How's everyone been? Pretty good. Pretty good. In, until now. We have to... In, we have, yeah, you gotta Keep the energy everyone. going. You've got to introduce everyone. Introduce everyone. Yeah. I am Brayden. They them. I'm joined by Steph. Hi. I'm joined by Alex. Hello. I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And I'm joined by Chris. Hello. It's a full star-studded cast today. We got everyone. Everyone Avengers here. assembled. We're here. We're here, and we're queer, and actually, Whoa. no, I, I think one fifth. One fifth. <laughs> one fifth. <laughs> there we go. Um, now we're here, and we're whoever we want to be. Th- that's good. I like that. Except for you. You have to tell you who no, you No, Chris, are. you're forgetting your contract for Millennial Movie Talk. You have to conform to whatever we want you to be. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Whatever true. character work we want for you, you have to do it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. next week's the uh, mascot right now suit. is what exactly? <laughs> next week you have to be um, gritty from <laughs> that uh, American, uh, I think it's a hockey mascot, that big orange one who does all the crazy shit. Okay, sure. And We're then week after that, that so. you've got to be bilingual. So. Oh, Big man. two languages. Uh, okay. Well, I already speak Elvish, obviously. We've been watching Lord of the Rings lately. Alex, you should know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair Do we want to discuss the Academy? Do we? I don't know. The Oscar um, noms. Because we, I, I'll, say, I'll say no. We can skip a whole segment if I just Yeah, no, nah, don't oh, worry about it. No important. one wants to? Yeah. Okay. No, go for it. Go Movie for podcast. It. Let's not discuss the Oscars, <laughs> the biggest awards. Well, you proposed already. the question. I just answered it. Fair enough. I'd say I mean, the MTV Movie Awards are the biggest awards. You see, that's the important yeah, think, one. Yeah. Mm. Nickelodeon Kids' Choice. <laughs> slime. Yeah. Gotta have the yeah. slime. Gotta get slime. Gotta have a slime. Yeah. Now, Alex, you know, even the Golden Globes at this point is better than the Oscars. I feel like the Oscars. We just had them. No one cares about the Oscars. I, I feel like I I didn't even know the Golden Globes. They were did on. like an no, awkward over. I walked downstairs and they were on, and I went today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just not really an awards season at the moment. Same is with it? the Critics' Choice Awards. I was just like, oh, they're here. What about mm. the Razzies? Anne Hathaway's led the nominations for the Razzies. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Check out the Razzies. Do? Witches. I think. Oh, really? yeah. No one liked witches that much. Everyone hated witches. Well, there much. was that big controversy Over, about was her. Was it like um, the hands or something? Yeah, yeah. It was her hands. So the character design of the villain, right, the the head witch, had this, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was something to do with, it's it's like, a, it's based on a real life, uh, I don't know the correct word. The Raven. witches. Oh, yeah, it, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a sort of thing where some people don't have oh, five fingers. No. They've only okay. got like. A couple of them. Yeah. Oh, they got the claws. Yeah. Um, the witches are revealed to have three elongated fingers in, on each hand and toeless feet. Um, comedian Alex Brooker and others with hand and arm, imp- arm impairments have accused Impairment, the film of being completely insensitive for. towards disabled people. Because it, really? especially, that's ch- interesting. she said she didn't realize that children who have this impairment watching her and connecting this with the head witch and with this, like, this being who's supposed to be the the height of evil, this ugly, ugly being. Like, it's just not nice. You yeah, know? It's, like yeah. It's so, so the actress has the Anne Hathaway condition. doesn't yeah, have it in real life. Oh, so they're missing. Oh. They gave it so to yeah. Anne Hathaway. They're missing. Which ones are they missing? Wait, they're so missing their I mean, middle like fingers. The character is yeah. written to have these elongated fingers, but the character design that they made for this movie specifically, makes is it a, look, it's a little too close to home. It makes it look exactly like people. people who have a disability. Which so is, they made it look, yeah, like a, like a real dis- disfigurement. Yeah, rather than making it look monstrous and like cartoonish, they made it look kind of real and it makes it very insensitive. Well, yeah, yeah. certainly. If it looks like a real condition, yeah, that's it. Also, just like her, Oops, her face and the CGI they do in this film is the worst and yeah, I hate it so much. Is that Anne Hathaway? Good. Yeah, that's Anne Hathaway. It's, it's well, fun. Did anyone actually see this movie? Nah, yeah. it looks like no. Professor X just had a bad day. <laughs> I really like The Witches as well, the original. Never I really it. like it. Never oh. read the book. It's just the worst. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I hate it. It's horrible. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, that's Which almost on par with Percy yeah. Jackson too. Oh, it's so bad. like someone actually took it out and started like spreading it with Photoshop. Yeah, like, Chris, what's yeah. more terrifying, that or, or Demon Bilbo? Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yes, that's why she's leading the Razzie noms. But the Oscar uh, noms, on the Oscar other hand. Noms. The Oscar noms. Alex, do you think you know them off by heart? Uh, best picture, I can give you a good, good... Good all round. Yeah. I believe there's eight. Yep, you're they, right. They can go up to ten. Uh, originally it yes. was five, but they chose eight this year. Uh, seven last year. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Father, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah 2. Nah, uh, <laughs> you got the first two yeah. on this list. And I'm drawing a blank. Nomadland, Nomadland. Inari, um, went for a roll here. Why can't I think of anything we saw else? For no- we saw another one. Yeah. Oh, yep. With the uh, oh promising young woman. Yeah, we saw another one too. Oh, fucking Mank. Yeah. Um, and there's one more, isn't there? The other two you've seen. Other two. two? They ne- you really yeah. liked both of them. Yeah. There's one of them. One's Sand got Riz. Sand up or Sand of Metal. And the other Thanks, one's Michael. got <sighs> Baron. Oh, yeah. Trial of Chicago 7. There you go. There you go. Um, wow. That was a struggle. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it's oh, all right. I'm so confident. And I've seen f- them all but the father. So out of these, which ones do you... What, what are your picks here for... What's, what is everyone thinking on Best Picture? Uh, so Minari should win, but no, Madland will win. Mm. I have not seen But last yet. year, last year I said Parasite should win and 1917 will win. win. And look what happened there. So mm. are you making a prediction based on your hoping that it goes the other way? My heart says Minari. My brain but says. But my body. My brain says <laughs> Nomadland. Uh, I don't know why the fuck Mank is in there. Get Mank out of there. I liked Mank. <laughs> it, I, I assume it's in there because it's Hollywood jerking itself Yeah, off. It is also like, Hollywood jerking yeah, itself I liked off. Mank. Did you love Mank? <laughs> I didn't love Mank. Mank was fine. But like, yeah, I'd from, never watch it from again. From what you guys are telling me, like it doesn't seem like it's best picture sort of. I'd definitely rather put the five bloods in there. Chris, what did mm. you think of Mank? I think Mank was good. You know, dark room, well rested <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> uh, like, I would have liked to see quite, not too loud. Yeah, the five bloods got fucked up in this. The five bloods is the biggest snub. Of mm. the Oscar season. But I mean, isn't it that situation yeah. where it came out? Came like, out in June and that July. Early ne- so like really? that early, just yeah. after award season, that it just gets forgotten about. Because like, there's been quite a few movies like that. Like, because I don't always see all, all the Oscar movies. There's like ones I've seen over like the year. I'm like, oh, that should get it, and it never gets yeah. in. But, but Duff like, Five Bloods has had surprisingly like it's had a big outcry. Mixed to, av- mixed to positive reviews, but not like I'd say they're not acclaimed. Reviews. Well, it's sitting on like a six point five on IMDb. But, okay. I'm, but like, Go Rotten Tomatoes and look at the average score. IMDb score is no one should look at that and think that that's what's it's at, what yeah. thing. Because people, anyone can vote for that. So people jump on there and just download it. All right, Defy Bloods is sitting mm. at a 92% on and the Tomatometer. And that is a high score. Click the, uh, click but it's the, a 54% click the audience yeah. score. Uh, 295 reviews. What's the average score? Because I'll actually give you an average score. Oh, it gives you an average score. Like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, eight. Eight. Average score of eight. Right. So that's but the, the audience gives it a fifty-four percent. So that's the thing. The or- this is a movie that didn't hit well with audiences because mm-hmm. it's so long. like in your face and it's long. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, I loved the movie. Oh, oh, I yeah, really enjoyed. We watched it for the homework, didn't? Yeah, we? yeah. yeah. I, I really liked it. I, it was uh, so the good. The fact that Delroy Lindo didn't get a nomination shocking. Mm. Uh, he it's played sad. Paul, the one that the MAGA hat wearing one. He turns yep. on yeah. everyone and then tries yeah. to work his way back. Yeah, the one that was like the one that brought his son. Was that the one that? Yeah, the one that brought his son. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a real shame that he didn't get nominated for. Spike anything. Lee got nothing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not very fair. Yeah, but who, fair. how many it? times now has Spike Lee gotten gypped? He won for Black Klansman. Yeah, but Maybe like, I mean, but that was like the only one, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he got shooed off of stage when his speech yeah. went too long, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he dressed like. Are we? Oh, sorry, you go. No, you go. Never mind. Isn't the all purple? Yeah, he dressed like Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say we we're almost certain that Chadwick Boseman's going to win best. Yeah, actor. that's a lock. That's yeah. a lucky well, what's, that, what's that Just for? Sad. After mm-hmm. I woke up and the Golden Globes had happened and I didn't know, um, and I saw that Chadwick had won, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is What movie be is he everything. nominated for Best Actor? Um, Ma Raimi's Black, Black, Bottom. Black Bottom. Has anyone here seen it? No. It's on my no. list. Okay, I've seen it. I need to and watch it. It's, it's well deserved, but it's one of those things where I honestly think he would have won it regardless whether he died or not, but there's oh. always going to be that doubt looming. Yeah. Looming it's down. like the Heath Ledger thing. Yeah. It's like, like I, I always look back on it and I'm like, well, did that really? It's really sad though because like he's locked in for w- to win it, but who else? Uh, Stephen Yun deserves feel, it. Yeah, Stephen Yun, uh, um, Riz Ahmed, Riz Ahmed deserves uh, it. As well. Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. So if this was my choice and I had to take excluding Chadwick, um, definitely Stephen Yun. Stephen Yun. Uh, no, Riz Ahmed then Stephen. Oh. Yun. yeah, Riz Ahmed. I really want to watch Sound Are you of Metal. Down? It was sliding a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Just tilt it up a little bit and project more. Yeah, there you go. 
Yes. Okay. There we go. Best actress, we've got Viola Davis, Andrew Day, Vanessa Kirby, Frances McDormand, and Kerry Mulligan. Probably going to be. I'll help you out every time it happens. It's probably going to be Frances. She's probably going to take it home for Nomadland. Yeah, we're just picking that. I would pick that. No picks for Alex. How was Viola Davis in My Remy's? I can't talk. You can't oh, talk. Oh, thank you. Michael muted us. Uh, to oh, fix us just for a second. <laughs> okay. Um, what? Which one? For um, Viola Davis for oh, well My Remy's. Um, I think. Like, do you think do you she think could Frances get best get actress? Or? Or? Frances is going to get it. If not Frances, I think Carrie Mulligan should get it. Okay. If Carrie Mulligan. She did a good job. She did a good real good in Promising Young Woman. Uh, best supporting. Supporting. Can I move on to that? Yeah. Uh, actor. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya's locked. You reckon? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah he's going to win it. He's won. He was one. fucking incredible in that uh, movie. I, oh, I, I can't wait to see it. I Dude, would like to see. Honestly, his monologues and speeches are breathtaking. i get chills. Yeah. Oh. I'd like to see there's one, Lakeith one win take. it. Dude, if Lakeith, I, I think he shared on his Instagram, he was like. He's so shocked. He was like, oh, like first, first like actor with a face tattoo. I'm going home. I'm done. Like Lamal, like he just shared that because someone shared like this is the first time anyone with a face tattoo has been nominated for this type of award. Also, mm-hmm. everyone's favorite thing to say now is well, who was the lead in Judas and the Black Messiah? Because both of them got nominated for best supporting actor. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't until you explained okay. it to me mm. that I was like, what the fuck? Uh, so and what's who the else? explanation? <laughs> oh, uh, it's the studios and the producers choose where they want to submit. Um, Actors. So oh, interesting. Whether okay. they so the for what category? Shot. For whether they got yep. the best shot. Mm. So, like, say, do you remember Ford v Ferrari coming out a few years ago? Yeah. Mm. Well, they put Bale and Damon both in lead actor, and they none of them got nominated. None of them won. Yeah. Where yeah. if they would have yeah. put, if they would have put Bale in best supporting, I guarantee you Bale would have got nominated. Yep. Yep. Um, it's very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So what do we have? Yeah. In so that's why I think Delroy Lindo didn't get nominated for Defy Bloods because they put him in lead when yeah. he probably should have been supporting. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, other supporting ones are Sasha Baron Cohen, Leslie Odom Jr., Paul Racy, and look, he's Stanford. I'd like to see Paul Racy maybe win. What's that yeah. for? Not Daniel Kaluuya. Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. What he, role did he play in that? He plays like the, um, the I don't want to say lead because it sounds like a cult. No, he plays like the head of um, like a camp or a retreat you go to to help people going deaf. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's right. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. Kay. He's real good in it. And he that's works cool. with the deaf a lot in real life. So, oh. okay. yeah. Very cool. Um, I was going to say best best actress in supporting role, M- Maria B- Bakalova. She's, she's locked. She'll win yeah, it. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, everyone's raving about her performance in that. Like, she'll, she'll win it. If not, who else is nominated? Um, so then there's Olivia Glenn Close. Uh, I'm so Coleman. mad Glenn Close got nominated. Because, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you because know, no one. It's shit. It's a real bad oh, movie. No. What movie? What movies the are these people like? Hillbilly yeah. Elegy. Elegy. It's some Ron Howard directed film it's on. Like Ron it's Howard. Like one that like, I it's heard awful. of. Look at Never his, heard of Brayden, it. Look at his. Look at his Rotten Tomato score. All right, yeah, so who did you say was a lock? Billy. Uh, Maria the, Bakalova. Yeah, from what for? Borat. Oh right, yeah. Uh, the daughter, obviously. Yeah. Because that was like her first major. Was that like a first? That's her first role in a movie. But Olivia Coleman is. In the noms too. That's she. She won't win it. If anything, the, the grandma from Minari will win over her. Oh, okay. Yeah, twenty eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. That's a, that's a doof. Um, yeah, oh, I think. Shit. I think. But a, a very high audience score. Mm. Yeah, it's that's weird, weird, isn't it? People just eat up anything. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Um, and then Amanda Seyfried and Yo Young Yon in Minari. Yeah, Yo Young Yon. I w- I actually want to win if I had to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we reckon on, Onward uh, is going to win. Oh, no, Soul, sorry. Soul's Soul going to win Best uh, Animated Feature. Ryan the Last Dragon must have just missed the cut. Yeah, must have just missed out because that's, that's that's a big missing one off this I'd list. I'd like to know when the date is because the date's in between when Judas and Black Messiah came out and when Raya came out. There's a Ooh, date there and that's where the that cut was really, That was mm. really – yeah, that's tight right there. Mm. I'd say Raya over Soul if I had to choose. I, From the way that you guys talked about it last year, I, I reckon that would have been – Dude. We like Raya. Raya is so good. Um, I really like Soul though, so I, I, I still need to watch. Well, I like I'm happy Soul. to see Soul's Soul. Soul like win my number this. three movie of last year. Are too. we? Are we aware? I don't. I don't know if this is the same movie, but best costume design, best makeup and hairstyle, best makeup and hairstyling. Pinocchio has been it's not Del Toro's. No, no, it's, it's, it's foreign. Some film. random other foreign one. Well, sure, why not? Oh, there's Tenet. Tenet gets a nom. 
How has everyone? For thank what? God. Can we? All right. So big thing they did this year was they. Tenet got completely snubbed on everything except visual effects. No, I'm talking about the fact that they now have combined best sound editing and best sound mixing thank into God. one category. Oh, okay. Yeah, because no one knew the difference. no one knew the difference. So and thank God Tenet didn't get nominated for that because everyone's like, if Tenet got nominated for best sound, that would be the biggest meme. That'd be like Bohemian Rhapsody winning best edit. Oh, that happened. Yeah. Bring attention to one thing that I'm very confused by. Best adapted screenplay. Yep. Borat's subsequent movie film. Best adapted screenplay. Yeah, adapted from life, Brayden. Yeah, 80% of that film is improv. And is so it's adapted? adapted. So no, so I saw a thing where um so people in the industry they get sent the scripts and like screenplays out to them in little books. Um, they brought, they sent Cherry out as like a massive waste of paper book. Yeah, I got so upset when I saw that Cherry has got a 37% Rotten Tomatoes. It's an awful. I really wanted to watch it and then I just saw that and I went, Never it's even heard of it. It's, it's the Tom Holland um, war veteran film mm. oh. uh, directed by the Russo brothers who did Endgame. And All the right. Movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, looked really interesting and now I just... I, but it goes too long. It goes to like two forty nearly, yeah. and it, it got a thirty-seven percent. And I just went, I'm not watching. Yikes. So yeah, so they sent out the script for Borat, and eighty percent of the book was this blank. Is it's it's adapted screenplay based on what they filmed, like because it's all improv and real people who didn't have a script, and they've typed up what they said in the film. It's very weird. So I'm okay. not sure how that. Got in for sure. adapted screen. Honestly, I just like to see Borat with yeah, the nomination. Really what, what else? Um, is yeah, I'm a little confused. But a big snub, I thought from adapted uh, from original screenplay. Original pa- screenplay. Palm Springs. Nothing, oh yeah. Nothing for Palm Springs. Did that, at did all. that get any noms nothing at all? Nothing at all. Oh, that's a snub. Should have deserved more. And Wes, I would like to see Ben Affleck for The Way Back. That yes. Been nice. That was his most personal role to date, and he knocked it out of the park. That's a great movie. And it just gave him nothing. Sports that came movies, out a bit man. too early, I reckon. Came out like much. Really early. Yeah, that, early. Was, yeah. that, that was so, like as soon as we went into lockdown. That had come That was out. the last movie I saw before lockdown hit. Yeah. And you and me watched it that one night. It's a good I movie. That. All right. I think that covers all the big, big ones. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. director. Um, oh, yeah, director. Yes. Let me uh, just scroll back up. Sorry, that was the second one. Best director. Two women getting nominated. Mm. Cool. Which, which nice. now brings the total to seven. And... Viola Which Taylor, is insane. Vi- Viola Davis has set the record the uh, the most nominations for a black female in uh, actress. That's huge. That's and awesome. Stephen Young is the first Asian American actor to be nominated for, what? for yeah. best lead. Yeah, for best lead. God damn. Oh my god. And yeah, and who are the who are the directors? Um, so there's Thomas Vinterberg from Another Round. Oh, another Round, I can't wait to see. It's uh, a, Den- a film from Denmark with Mads Mikkelsen. It's about a group of teachers that I get together and they hatch a plan to keep um, to, throughout their daily lives to keep a certain level of blood alcohol yeah. so because they think their life can be better if they're all kind of tipsy and a little oh bit drunk. God. And they're all what? teachers. That's great. So cool. That doesn't poster, seem like up is, the Academy's that alley. Yeah. That's already out, I'm pretty sure. Oh, if I, I could just – the poster is just Mads taking a big swig out of a wine. Yeah, that's apparently great. it's great. That's, that's, that's cool. a great idea. Yeah, yeah I can't that wait to watch that. actually sounds good. Under two-hour film, choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, put the reading glasses on because subtitles. David yeah. Fincher yep. for Mank. David Fincher's Mank. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Good. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. So, yeah. I reckon you could have bumped Fincher and – wait, who are the other ones? Um, Vinterberg, Fincher, Chung, See, Zhao. at the moment I'd bump Vinterberg because I haven't seen this film. I'm sure it's great. And if I were to watch it, I'm sure I'd keep him in there. But who do you want in there? Regina King for One Night Miami. Because mm. Leslie Odom Jr., did he get nominated for – Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, he got in for Supporting. That's, Regina that's three King, black actors in Best Supporting. Yeah. You know, that's Regina excellent. King has come a long way. That is something I've watched, actually. Cinderella Story. Watched that the other day. She's come she, a long way. She, you know, she directed. No, she was in it. I was going to say, this is her first directed film, One Night Miami. She directed. That's, that's I awesome. the only one that's seen One Night Miami. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie. Do they spend one night? They do. Uh, does anyone know what it's about? No. It's about, it's a fictional, um, it's set in like in a hotel room one night, Miami. Uh, 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 what's his name? Muhammad Ali or Cat Clash? Oh, oh yeah, you mentioned this on another Malcolm episode. Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim. Yeah, they're all like in a room. Yeah, together. it's Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, yeah. Jim Crow. No, Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Jesus. Jim Crow. Jim, Crow. Jim Brown and Jim Sam, Brown, Sam Cook. <laughs> Definitely not Jim, Jim Crow. Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Jim Crow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an entirely different movie. <laughs> God damn. Um, 
Yeah, no, uh, I remember seeing the trailer having a conversation for that. about amazing. their experiences and what they believe in because you've got Sam Cooke and uh, Malcolm X who just don't see eye to eye. Mm. And like Malcolm X, the whole film's been like, you've got the loudest voice out of anyone here and you're conforming to sing what the white people want you to sing where you can be the most powerful voice out of all of us. Mm. And I'm, that's them. I am very excited to see Good this. Movie. It looks excellent. It feels like a play. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would like that. Again, under two hour film. I'm loving it. It's good. I love a good, I love a movie that's under two hours, unless its name is Justice League 2017. And I love a good song that's under three minutes. So, best, uh, you got me at a one hour and 45 minute runtime. If you can get a one hour, 45 minute and it's good, thank you. That's all I want. It's a good time. That yeah. literally becomes the reason for me watching a movie or not. Like, <laughs> If I'm like want to watch a movie, like it's an hour forty five. Yep, cool. Put it on. <laughs> Perfect like, runtime for a comedy too. Anyone yeah. watched any of these uh, documentaries? No, what we can skip them. Well, I feel we're, we're done with the Oscars. They're now. nothing. Yeah, I think we're done with the Oscars. Yeah. Um, yep. Cool. That's it. That's it. All right. Fire everyone. Thank you for listening. And oh, okay. That was it. That was our Oscars wrap up. <laughs> no, I think uh, uh, we're headed over to Alex's corner. No one put it on the yeah. board, but we're gonna do a quick what you've been watching because after this is a trailer game, so we're gonna be very we're gonna be done in two in five minutes. Oh, it's a brief. Oh. Alright, uh, so let's do this. Stop it there, cause we'll get copyrighted again. Do <laughs> <laughs> you love how short that has? So been. after a little break, two week break, because they all started feeling the same, and I can guarantee, I tell you, I need the two week break because this one's <laughs> the same. Man. So which one? Which one did we have this week? So this one's called uh, "You Only Live Twice." It's still Sean Connery. Um, we got Push one more Sean Connery one after Man, you this. You still haven't even broken the first bond uh, yet. I, I'm no. on five. This is the fifth Jeez. one. So I still got one Connery to go, but the next movie's not Connery. The next movie's uh, oh mate, Adelaide. Yeah, the Australian dude. Man, Adelaide man. Uh, Her Majesty's Secret What's his Service. Name. Interesting. But the but the next Diamonds Are Forever is Lazenby. the next Connery. Yeah, George Lazenby. Um, oh, so he had like a movie off then came yeah, back. Yeah, this is not the one that he went back and remade. This is still. Oh, there's just this is like the. Core, like, yeah. Bond ones, yeah. Yep. So, all right, so this one basically set predominantly in Japan. Okay. Um, opening line of this film that Bond says is extremely problematic, but we are all... I think yeah. you shared that when you had to take your break. So, uh, I'll, I'll just give you a picture. Oh, that's right. So, it's Bond uh, kissing a Chinese oh, woman. Yes, I remember that. And then he says, hmm, why did a Chinese woman taste different? <laughs> Is it Chinese or is it Oriental? Opening of the film. No, that's (laughs) that's Connery's first line of the film. (laughs) And then the Chinese woman goes, "Oh, we taste better." He goes, "Yes, like Peking duck." He goes, "Not better, no, not better, different." He goes, "Not better, just different. It's like Peking duck compared to an American hamburger." And she goes, "Honey, I give you best duck." So Don't need the bad. accent either, Alex. I'm trying to imagine Sean Connery say this in a like sexy way. It's not. It's not going down well in my brain. Oh my God, that is okay. So that's the style I of this film. Peeping, peeping, and the style American cheeseburger. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, I kind of forgot a lot what happens in this film because it's just so like the others. Can I tell you some of the fun facts off IMDb of of this on, film? Let me give the synopsis. Plot. Yeah, the let's plot. have let's have a bit of where a plot. it's uh, a mystery. Uh, organization, I wonder who they are, uh, are behind the scenes snatching. That's that's the problem with the whole film. Is yeah. that the first half of the film, they're like, oh, it's not the Russians, it's not the Japanese, it's someone else who are taking these uh, things. And like, I wonder who this organization is. Who else is. could it be? And it's just like, are you not kidding me? Two. Are you really playing that I don't know who it is? Spectre. But it's Spectre. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely Spectre. Um, Jesus Christ. That, that's what annoyed me. I'm just like, don't. I was like, just tell it's them. It's half, over halfway through the movie where it's like, oh, it was Spectre. <laughs> it's just like, no shit. Mm. And ha- has Spectre been on hi- hiatus? Or? No, we had Spectre last movie. <laughs> okay. You only, had spe- you only had the one off yeah, of... Yeah, the best one so far was non-Spectre. Related. You only have Spectre twice. <laughs> yeah, I love um, that Spectre was last film though. Yeah. So it's like, who, who is doing this to us now? Well, the problem is, is that in like, the last four films, it's like, oh, Bond goes up against Spectre's number three. Bond goes off against Spectre's number two. This one, guess what? He's going against number one now. Um, Blofeld. We meet Blofeld this one. That's a big reveal. Mm. And, oh, my God. Has ever Austin Powers tainted my viewing experience of James Bond? <laughs> Watching Blofeld run around, I'm just like, oh, my God. They Austin Powers nailed him with Dr. Evil. <laughs> I was just like, right. my God, they nailed him with yeah. the scar. And, like, every time I was running oh around. Oh, my I just, God. I know this guy. I just imagined Dr. Evil. Running around. Yeah. yeah. Um, they absolutely nailed it. Uh, so, yeah, basically what happens is Spectre's snatching rockets with astronauts in it from space and 
you know, everyone's like, what's happening? Basically, same thing they're trying to do from, from Russia with love, where they're just like trying to get the US and the Russians to fight because this is the, the end of the Cold War, the height at the Cold War. And they're just like, that's getting that we, that's what we want. We want Russia and America to fight. We want war. We, we want, want that's World War Because they're Spectre and they're evil. Um, and it's just up to James Bond to stop it. You know, there's a part where he teams up with the Japanese Secret Service. Um, the head of it called, uh, nickname is Tiger. That's fun. Um, there's a part get... where he goes to Tiger's like little island that Tiger runs and it's, it's he's training ninjas. I thought you were about to say it's full of tigers. Nah, he's, he's, been just, he's training ninjas. It's so funny. He goes, like there's a scene where like he's showing him around his island where all the training is and it's, he literally just goes, now let's go see some more ninjas. And then it cuts to them, him showing him more ninjas and training. <laughs> and I was just like, that's funny. <laughs> like, it made me laugh. So uh, look, it's not bad. It's not great. I'd say it's watchable. I didn't. I didn't get have a bad time watching. I just felt like I'm a bit over Spectre. It's so watchable. Do we get which James Bond in space? space uh, no, James Bond currently not in space. So we haven't. We haven't got, reached. Aust- we haven't reached Austin Powers two yet. No. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, he sleeps with four women in this one. Jesus. So what's that so, total up to? I feel like we're close to fifteen or sixteen across Jeez. five movies now. How many kids do you think James Bond? There's has? a website that says. Uh, likelihood of STDs oh. with Bond, and I think Roger Moore's got the most. <laughs> um, look, he only on screen sleeps with three women in this film, but one of them is the one he ends with. The one he he's going off in the sunset. I'm counting her because they're ah, definitely okay. gonna bone once they get back on that navy ship. Um, <laughs> in the navy, yeah. I mean, Blofeld's kind of cool. Mean he's not Blofeld, be with the girl. Blofeld's got a got a pool full of. Hungry piranhas, mm. and he just they frickin just throw a woman with in there. Lasers on their Num- heads. Number thirteen <laughs> of Spectre. Scotty's on fire. Scotty, Austin Powers one is so good. Yeah. All yeah. of them, I love. I, I love number th- gold members. The gold one I've watched the most. Scotty yeah. yeah. zip, zip it, Scotty, Scotty zippo. Like, oh, oh, quick, quick, that's a keeper. Sharks with freaking laser beams. Um, Tweet. Do you want some fun facts about this Tweet film, Alex? Uh, just give me one second. So I'm, okay. I'm going deep into Blofeld's piranha pool. Get deep into yeah. Blofeld. <laughs> um, More so, about the pool. So, yeah. Uh, so, number 13, who is a woman that James Bond sleeps with, Inspector. Obviously. Was she the 13th person he slept with? No, or? no, no. Maybe. Do you um, need to define that James Bond slept with her or she's just a woman in the James Bond film? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. He, like, they. He will have a 30-second scene with someone he's just met. And I feel bad for Money Penny. Money Penny is the only one in these films that he doesn't fuck. Like, is Money Penny a woman? Yeah. Oh. She's, yeah, she's, the, she's the leader. Yeah, she's like the she's M secretary man. Mm. Um, oh. What actress plays her in the Pierce Brosnan one? She's very popular. Don't know. Uh, I know how I know um British female um matriarch. I'm thinking who am I thinking? <laughs> in everything, it's her. <laughs> Not Judy Dench. She's I don't M. know anyone's name, so that's that doesn't Judy help. Judy Dench is M, M. in the more uh, recent in films. Daniel Craig's one, though, Money Perry's Rachel Harris. She's um the lady from Pirates of the Caribbean. You know the one the 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 one who gets big. <laughs> uh, the, kind the, of the, the 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 one who's in like the shack and she's all Calypso. weird and shit. Calypso. Yes, yes. Um, I want to say Calypso, but I, that didn't sound like the right sort of person. You said the one that goes big. Are oh, you, Calypso. Are you yeah. thinking the, of the voodoo one? Yeah, the voodoo lady. Lois Maxwell, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Show us. There's been many. Yep. Cool. I like her. Anyway, 13 works for Spectre. She's tasked to kill Bond. Bond sleeps with her. Then she tries to kill Bond unsuccessfully. See, sleep with her again? No. uh, Ha! I've uh, beaten you. Doesn't get the chance. Doesn't get the chance because Blofeld's like, that's it. You failed your mission. And he's got this bridge that goes over the piranha pool. And she's like halfway through walking the bridge. He just presses the button. The bridge just... (laughs) <laughs> drops and she falls in the piranha fall and dies. Oh shit! Yeah, God and damn. he kills the main henchman in this film by throwing him in the piranha pool and he goes, "Bon appetit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, Ooh, uh, yes. Can we can we just sound clip that and put it on the board of him just saying bon bon appetit. So what you've got George Lazenby next, have yeah, you? and then I'm back to Ben. You're back Connery to for one. Connery so you don't for have one. to say goodbye to him for too long. Nah, and then nice. we got Ro- dude. The the only issue is Connery's looking old now in these movies. Oh, That's no. why they have to replace him. Yep. Yeah, Connery's like he's looking a bit stiff. So yeah. Uh, overall, Maybe it's all the women he's sleeping sex. with. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The Viagra just got stuck. So dehydrated. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, that was uh, what's the name of this one? Uh, you only live twice. Yeah. twice. Oh, well, Nineteen sixty-seven. It's because he dies at the beginning. They the MI6 fake his death in the beginning. Right. Okay. So that his enemies are off guard. 
Um, the yeah. henchman that Bond fights uh, is played by this Samoan pro wrestler, the High Chief, who's the grandfather of The Rock. That's cool. Cool. Huh. cool. All right. Uh, nice. Guess what? Oh, I give it like a three and a half out of five. It's fine. Not the worst one I've pretty watched. Good. Like middle That's pretty good. It's not as bad as the last one where the endings just the infant thunderball where the endings just the scuba divers fighting with harpoons. <laughs> that was a little lackluster, but you know. Yep. So what's the it. title of the one you've got next? Uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. So where Lansby. does yep. so where did this one rank in the? Uh, it'd just be it'd be above Thunderball under Doctor No. There we yeah. go. Very cool. nice. And that's that. Okay. Cut it, cut it. Yeah, that's <laughs> all we can do. Okay, well, Michael, what have you been watching? All right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jumping in, I love it. Good work. <laughs> well, a while ago, as in, this happened twice now, there was a series that I watched called Last Chance You on Netflix, mm, which okay. is sort of about like a, it was about like a college that um, like uh, American football players go to to try and get uh, like a D one scholarship, like is that like talking to your microphone? Obviously, like their like their last last chance, like sort yeah. of. If they didn't get the scholarships they wanted, they go here, play here for a year, and try and make it into like the bigger colleges. Uh, but they've come out with a new series, which is about basketball now. Yeah. So okay. in, yep. So there is it are like, still called Last Chance You. Last Chance You Basketball. Okay. Yeah. It literally is just the title. Same Good. title. It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, Put it. Make it glass pretty blunt. Uh, pretty pretty blunt. Um. It's about so they're at like a community college this time, so it's like Duke, like junior college sort of thing. So they're only there for like their the year as well. It's it's got to be a bit of a di- obviously because it's a different sport. It's a bit of a different vibe. Like I don't know American football. Like everyone seems to be like butting heads with each other a lot more and than you've got this. So many people on a team, and there's so many people on team, and like obviously you got like people that red shirt and stuff. So you got people trying to like beat each other out for these positions. Whereas yeah. in this one, it's a bit more like you got one or two people that are like. Why aren't, why aren't I starting? Yeah. But like most of the time, everyone's normally getting like a bit on the it court. It gets passed around a bit more. So yeah. So it's more like, but one of the dudes on there was like, he he was going to like Oak Hill, which is one of like the really, really big basketball high schools. And like the clip they show is Oak Hill playing. I can't remember the name of it, but like ben, the high school Ben Simmons went to. Yeah. And like in like the big four, like final of March Madness, like those two playing, like they show him hitting a three or something. So like he was like at the top and like nice. just like, has fallen hard, like, but like, I know it's kind of sad because like, there's one of the other dudes who's like athletic freak, but he was just like obviously wasn't smart enough. But like, you know, in high school they just like, oh, you can play basketball, it's fine. But like, colleges wouldn't offer it, like, wouldn't yeah, offer it. No big college was going to give him anything because he had like a a two point two grade point average. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how those like, I don't know how it works. I don't know what, like a high one is or what. But I like obviously that's a pretty low number. But yeah, I watched I watched an interesting video about the team, the high school team that Lon, the Bull Brothers played on. Oh, Chino like, Hills, yeah, Chino Hills, and there's only five of them. They're the only ones that played pretty much. Yeah, the, th- those three, and then like yeah, you look at you look at any Tied any them. any sort of highlights, and it's just the three the three of them passing yeah. the ball around to mm. each other, like. Um, for comparison, the average high school GPA in America is sitting at a three. Oh, I'm above that. Good. So. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. a three out of what though? Isn't it a 4.0 scale? 5.5. Isn't the US sure. GPA that they go on a 4.0 scale? Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, still it's above a 4.0 that. Would scale. It, wouldn't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, if it's so, a three, that's like a distinction average. So GPA, a three, GPA check? GPA? Three is a GPA B. GPA check? GPA? I don't know. What's your American standardized grading level? GPA? <laughs> GPA check? Um, I GPA did. Check? I did the Naplan test. Six point two. GPA check. I did the Naplan test. What's yeah. your Naplan? What's your year nine yes, term two Naplan. semester two Naplan? I don't, my math wasn't good, but my English was excellent. <laughs> Great. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, smartest one here, by the way. Am I? Yeah. Five. Oh, I like the whole. The whole thing. Alex would definitely be the. Smartest. I'm doing an easier course yeah. though. No, yeah, you are. I'm doing IT. I'm doing maths. I'm doing a masters. Yeah. Like the, In what? Environmental management and development. It won't be a 6.2 after this economics course, let me tell you. <laughs> Econ 3 or 5. You bet. If you want Steph and Chris's hot financial <laughs> tips, <laughs> patreon.com slash millennial movie talk. You can check out the pre show where we talked about stonks. And really, if you think about it, the financial advice within that will pay for the Patreon subscription. There you go. Stonks yeah, and so crypto. Yeah, we are we're putting our Patreon money into crypto, aren't we? Is that agreed? That's yeah, what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. Sure. We can redraw a little bit of it. So we'll take it out. We'll put it into crypto. See how we, See go. we go. This is a crypto-friendly show. We are. We're, yep. we're cryptomania. <laughs> um, cryptomania? Cryptomania. Why does it sound like a bad wrestling It does. It sounds like yeah, uh, something someone would have if they want to like fuck something weird. Or like <laughs> a scam crypto trading yeah, it's platform. What, it's what people have when they want to fuck like mummies and stuff. Cryptomania. 
Okay. That's great. Okay. That okay? <laughs> righty. All righty then. Do we like that? Back, Good, I got to like Back to the back to the yes. thing. Um, uh, I did. Oh, you still got normally, me? normally the normally like so the the football like series. Obviously, there's not as many football games. Was in, it like, as good as Coach Snoop? Because that was an excellent series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Coach Snoop was. I never such saw a good it. Series. Sorry, does that exist? Is that a show? So Coach Snoop was a Netflix series that I watched when it came out. I don't know why I watched it, but it I did. Just there. So Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg the Dogg. Snoop Dogg. No, Snoop Lion. Is he, is he Snoop, Snoop Lion anymore? No, I think no, he's dropped back to Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. So he's back to Dogg. He, he as yeah. like a bit of like a community service type thing, he started like a youth football team oh, that competes yeah. in like district or something. And like you watch him and he's actually coaching these kids. And like a lot of them come from really tough neighborhoods and everything. And it's a really wholesome documentary series. I can't recommend it enough. It's excellent. Anyway, yeah. continue. I've seen a short of that and just it's Snoop It's Dogg. really it's Yeah, Dogg. I remember I think I remember really that coming out. But um yeah. Yeah, like with the football series, like obviously there's not like there's only very few games in the season. So yeah. like in that one, like it stresses on like you need to win every single game and you kind of see every single game. Yeah. This one you come in and they've already won like 20 something games. Like it's just their, so their road to like season. actually winning. Yeah, because I like won 20 games. I'm like five episodes in. So that's an extra five games. So it's kind of just a countdown to playoffs. Like they're trying to win right, nationals because yeah. like this coach, you're like. Then we make it to regionals. Then we make it to. <laughs> the region, then we make regionals. it to national lower zone semis. What the hell, regionals? <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like this coach has like come in because obviously, like it was it was a shitty basketball program when he came in and like he's pushed it and they always get to like the playoffs but never make like the final. So that's kind of yeah. like the bit a the big emphasis on it is like you know they, he wants these players to succeed but like he's also trying to push them to get them to win this like the national. So mm. I'm like halfway through now. So cool. When I finish it, there'll be another update. Cool, cool. I, like. I watched something sports related as well, and I finished it. And it's uh, the new Amazon Prime documentary, uh, "Making Their Mark," uh, which is just all AFL footy. AFL. Yeah, see, I do, I do want to. I'll probably watch that after I finish this. It's the probably the most. I'm so happy because it's so well produced. It's, it's so abs- highly made. I've watched a little bit of it because my parents. Binge watched it, which is so out of character yeah. for them. Mm. Like they full on, Mom they were watching three too. episodes in a row, like multiple times. How many episodes there are? So I watched it twice because I watched, I binge watched it. So it was meant to come out last Friday, but suddenly it was up on Thursday night at like Ooh. ten o'clock. Nice. So I stayed up to four. <laughs> watching the first the whole six thing. episodes. Okay. Do you and have then, uni the next day? Or? I don't have. I don't go into uni at all. Oh, okay, fair enough. External. How's that GPA? I'm all external, <laughs> baby. God damn. Um, I just go to Zoom calls and mute my mic and walk away. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I watched them and then I watched the next over the next day. Then over the weekend, I rewatched it all with my parents. Mm. And Mike, I'm not going to spend too much on it because I, I know this movie podcast fan base does not give a shit about AFL footy. It's very mm. niche. It's very niche. Um, it's just so great seeing something so well produced um, about about like, uh, yeah, our for, game. Yeah, because obviously we never being Australians. We've never seen anything hype. We only see what we see on our TV. And if anything mm. is made about it, it's airing on Channel 7 and it's shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, th- I was going to say, just commenting on this as well, for people who don't know what this is, they were ba- they were ba- planned to do a documentary series about these the f- AFL the players. The first episode starts before COVID. Sorry. Yeah, the first episode is completely normal. And then COVID hits. And much like any other documentary series around this time, like... All of a sudden, oh shit! This documentary series is taking a whole nother turn. Yeah, and they probably right. it's probably worked better for them. Yeah, honestly, it made it so interesting. They 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 had behind the scenes access to probably the most interesting season of footy ever. Yeah, they follow one team specifically. Six. They six. follow six mm. six main people. Our boys there. West yep. Coast Crows. West Richmond. Coast. So West Coast, you follow Nick Nat. Um, yeah. Richmond, you follow. So it, Richmond kind of splits the role between three people. Yeah. Uh, for the first few episodes, you're with Peggy. Peggy O'Neill, who's the uh, American who owns Richmond Football Club. Yes. Uh, and you're also with the CEO, uh, Brendan Gale. Yeah. Uh, but towards the later half of the season, you spend a lot of time with Damien Hardwick, which is the head coach, senior coach oh, really? of Richmond yeah. Football That's Club. That's cool. Uh, for West Coast, no, I said that, GWS, no. you follow Stephen Cognelio, who is the newly appointed first-year captain of West Coast, the one, a real young captain. Mm. Uh, and his story is tragic, man. Not like tragic is like sad. Like it's actually... It's well. He he's. You can tell that he's not. Um, he's not prepared. He's not a natural leader. Oh. And his story. He ends up being. I mean, this is about the game. He he gets dropped in the first final games. They don't put him on the team. Like, the captain of your team gets omitted. That's yeah. sad. Oh really? Yeah. Crazy. That is sad. Yeah. Um, 
You follow Eddie Betts. I follow Eddie from Carlton. He deals oh. with a lot of the racism towards him. Mm. He's received. Cool. Uh, oh, not fo- cool, but you know, cool. They're dealing with it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You follow Interesting. Rory from Crows. Go Crows. Um, that that's yeah. The, I feel like it's the only time I've actually had to say go Crows. Did I tell you my yeah. mum told off Rory Sloan's wife? I, sorry, I forgot. I my forgot uncle arrested Eddie Betts. So oh, Interesting. when that's he was also a kid, a when he was a kid in Port Lincoln. <laughs> no, they was they broke into a mall and stole stuff. Okay. Yep. My mum told off Rory Sloan's wife in a car park last week. Right. Anyway, that's recent. Yeah. If I arrested, I want to say they picked them up and dropped them off at their grandma's house because they knew their grandma would do a hell of a lot more than the police would do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I commend that. Um, yep. So, yeah. Um, so That's that excellent. Yeah. Up, Rory uh, Sloan. And so. Rory Sloan. And then you follow Stewie Do. Stuart Dew. You know him, export player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you would too. Uh, he's no. the coach, <laughs> of, he's coach of Gold Coast. Gold Coast, okay. that's right, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and they have their, like, biggest player, like, he... What does he do? He Justin like, Ra- uh, He dislocates his shoulder or something? Yeah, like four games. What I'm happy about, because like obviously I the only thing only thing I've seen about this is they just swear a hell of a lot. Oh yeah. my I've god. Just seen, I've seen I've seen a compilation of uh, fucks. None of us have our phones. And it was Can part one. It was part one. No, I don't have but, TikTok. But um I'm glad Google. that they haven't just Google. gone like all right, here's Hawthorne, here's Geelong, here's Collingwood. Yeah. Like they have spread it out like over Australia. Yeah. Like, and it's, my biggest worry was that it was going to be one person, one team, full episode with them, then next episode, another person. Oh, it's was, bits of everyone every it's, episode? It's, they're all intersliced. That's so good. it's so Because it's chronological, so it just goes as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. that it is definitely like – it was something I was always – I would watch. Love but the like, show. You've got, you've, but like you've got me hooked, especially in the fact that like it's, it's over a lot it. of everyone. Like yeah. I'm glad the they're just not following like, you know, here's Gary Ab. Like they're following some like, you know – not as big people, like, yeah. to and the it's general audience. So interesting looking, because we see stuff we never see with football. Like, especially like behind the scenes. Half-time and... speeches that the coaches give to their players. They, they just fucking rip into them. Mm. Uh, I'm not a big, interesting. Not a big, I love a good behind the scenes like that. It's really cool. I'm yeah. not the biggest Richmond supporter, because they beat Crows in the 2017 Grand Final. But yeah. man, it made me like Damien Hardwick a lot more. Um, so he's such a good coach. And yeah, basically great. Mm. Very happy I watched it. You'd like to think, especially because it's Australian, um, that the the quality of the documentary That's what will carry the sport. Even, exactly. Because you know? <laughs> it reminded me, we had a talk about uh, Drive to Survive, which yeah. is a Netflix documentary that is very well produced. A lot of comparisons. Yes, on uh, uh, Formula One, Yeah, which is a pretty niche sport in a lot of cases. Yeah. A lot of people like it, but don't follow it. I think, you know? I think it's, every, it's cool. I think I think a lot of people obviously know of it. It's just, and will like see it on the TV and stuff. But like to actually be like big follower is that. Yeah. There's another level to it, but you watch drive to survive and like the documentary is so good that you like it. And then all of a sudden you're on, I'm on Reddit and I'm looking at F1 stuff and I'm like, Oh, like look Look at that. Oh, who won this tournament? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Naturally in my head, I had to compare it to the last dance because that's another Mm. sports documentary. Now, I'll be honest, the subject matter in The Last Dance, I have a lot more interesting. You're <laughs> yeah. following the Ooh, greatest yeah. sports personality ever throughout the height of his career. Mm. This, you're following AFL football. Yeah. Through COVID. But, but yeah, I want to see a bunch of Americans being like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like um, the quality wise, you're talking about that, it's the same. It's like, yeah. it's on par it's with that. It's produced incredibly well. And I yeah. do like this more than The Last Dance. Only... Because it hits more close to, to home. home. Yeah. yeah, that's it's, what I was going to say. I'm biased. Yeah. It's, you can, um, you can, I like it in you, a biased fashion. You can fashion. relate. You can. I think you can relate. Like, hell it's like it's a sport. A lot of us like. And grew you up also watching watch it, and, and you're like, I was there yeah. for that game. Mm. Like, yeah. that's what's so great about it. Mm. I hope yeah. you weren't. It was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you still feel have a go if you're members? Do you feel so much more like you've been following the season and like you understand the current situation? Absolutely. Yeah, because that's how I felt with the. Formula One one. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm in the click, but I haven't watched that at all. This <laughs> <laughs> is a very odd one. I can't, I can't remember if it's like on Stan or Amazon, but like obviously after the last dance, one about Tony Parker came out, who was like a French player for the Spurs, like mm. with oh. uh, Tim Duncan and Genova, right. like when they were like huge, like when the Spurs were like at their prime was like one of them. But like I was randomly scrolling one day and it just popped up. It's I was on like, Netflix as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was just like, yeah. Since when have they made it? Like out of people you think like think like, you think after Kobe you may think they've done a Kobe or a Shaq or like so, someone else like especially mm. after the big hype of like the last dance. Mm. But the next one I see is a Tony Park one. I was like, you know what? I'll give it to give it to him. He was like a good like it was a really good player. Like he did his role really well. Yeah. But it's like he's not like the face of the league yeah. or something. If you said that name to me without saying he was an NBA player, I'd be like, who's 
Yeah, I'm checked yeah. out with all the sport talk. <laughs> yeah. Sports talk! Uh, I can bring us off a sport real quickly. I was, other than that, I've just been watching Catching Up to the Snyder Cut. Ooh. I've, I've watched Man Steel Batman v Superman and Justice League. Justice How, League. Right, well, How was Justice League? We're, we're, Bad. Bad. We're oh. in anticipation for the Snyder Cut. Oh, we are. <laughs> yeah. How many, are you? Are you? Are you kidding me? He's got 78% run time. How many hours? You guys, how many know. hours away are we? Uh, less than 24. Really? Oh, 5.30 tomorrow night. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow night? Yeah. Ooh. What do you watch, Chris? Well, I've been uh, distracted by the same man who oh, stole God. my heart a few weeks ago. Redfine. Um, who's this man, Alex? Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Oh. We did love you, Robert did Redford. Watch <laughs> did you Come watch on, Last enough. Castle? He started a new segment to talk no. about Robert Redford. Yes. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Come no, on. no. My entire segment has just become talking about Robert Redford since last episode. What Redford have you got talk. to talk about? What right, about Redford? So, Redford Gang. Last like, This week we watched uh, Man and the Gun. <laughs> and we liked Old it. Old Man and the Gun. Yeah. Old Man and the Gun. That's the one. We liked it? Yes. Did uh, what year did that one come out? Did we win for that or something? Yeah, it came out 2020. Yeah. Don't know. 2020? No, I'm sorry. 2019 <gasps> came out, but it hit theaters here 2020. Well, okay. Didn't mean to do that. Yep. Um, so he's sporting a mustache in this one? Uh, he has a lot of fake mustaches because he is a bank robber. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Now this one, um, pretty good film. It's a true story about bank robber. Follows him in his very like later, kind of when he's like literally getting too old to rob banks and he's coming to terms with the reality of that. And he's thinking about like, hmm, what do I do now? But um, the character in question has escaped from like 30 prisons, supposedly. And finally, there's kind of a bit towards the end where there's a bit of a montage with some clips. Nice. And I just loved it because the first few, he's meant to be a kid. So it's showing a child, right? Oh. And so then, no it's meant, then the he's beginning. meant to be... Sorry? I can no, see where this no is. red food for the beginning. I can see where no. this is going. Oh, uh, This isn't the whole movie. This is just the montage where okay. it's showing his prison escape. Sorry, because he's explaining it to someone. Um, we see a little kid... So it's obviously not Redford. Yep. It gets a bit older and then we're not sort of kind of seeing the character that is running in the distance. Yep. It gets to like 20s and man in the editing room is like, Robert Redford's been in a lot of movies oh since since God. he was 20. I'm just going to use B-roll from another oh film, which is completely different quality. Oh, and yes. we just show Robert Redford actually 20. Oh, my God. Um, and he's he literally just uh, rises suspiciously over a crest. And that's fine because he probably did it in some cowboy movie. Oh but God. it works as a, this was him escaping from prison in cool. 50s. So oh, that was I love weird. that. And then he gets a bit older and then and then it's just him escaping from prison where he looks slightly too old. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's him now just makeup. Did yeah, look just younger. trying to make him. Yeah. Makeup just did a harder job. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, this is the current present of him because he ends up in prison at the end. Maybe he escapes again. Oh, Maybe we should watch the movie. Maybe but, uh, movie. yeah, it's very interesting. And Robert Redford, oh, he... He brings it home. You love he, him. Okay, don't you? look, he plays the exact same character, but he plays it so well. He's, he's, I guess he's that's perfect. why they keep hiring to play yeah. for reason. Okay, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. there are some there are some other people in this film as well: Casey Affleck, Danny Glover, uh, John David Washington. Like, there's some other people in this film. It was a good film. I I thoroughly enjoyed this one. The cop that chases him is very interesting, the entire thing with them. But, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, is that is that the Redford corner or we Um, watch more Redford? Well, we also watch... It's the Red Fort. It's the Red Fort. (laughs) You should not give it a guess. (laughs) Today in the Red Fort. Today in the Red Fort, yeah. That was me. A report from the Red Fort. Well, all right, we watched Old Man and the Gun and we liked it. Lovely. So this week everyone needs to watch Indecent Proposal. <laughs> and I know my, you guys probably I might know what it's it. about. Do you have any idea? No. Nah. Well, Chris Steph, is telling you, me about it. Can you buy love? That's what I want to ask you. Uh, What's the price? What price would you put on love? I believe the Beatles uh, said, can't buy me love. <laughs> this, is, this is a trick question. I think it? she's mm-hmm. also the wrong person to ask oh, Sorry, that. I'm probably the wrong person. Brayden, <laughs> can you buy love? Uh, yeah, about nine ninety nine down at the corner. No, no, no. Well, Robert Redford. <laughs> tends to uh, you know, bid. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about a can of drink and like some. All oh, right, Robert Redford tends to bid a little higher. Oh, when he makes his indecent proposals, is he is he sex trafficking? No, is he is no. he a bit more on the twenty dollars so, for like, an hour? Most people, sort of thing? most people's parents know what this movie's about because it's it's famous just because of kind of what it's about. But uh, should, should I get dad in here? Yeah, Robert Redford <laughs> is a billionaire, crazy billionaire. Okay, and he takes so a he's shine. Not getting crazy rich Redford. No, he takes a shine to Woody Harrelson's. Um, fresh wife, Ooh. and they are fresh very poor. Oh, they are about to lose about. their house, right? And Robert Redford, the billionaire, offers them a million dollars for something. Yeah, I do know. Uh, what this is about. it indecent? And it's indecent what mm. he offers. And the movie is about how a couple might deal with that situation. 
And that part of the movie is interesting. What are you getting ready to get cucked? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <hey>. pretty much. <laughs> Other, I also did watch Kingsman one and two and Kick Ass one and two. Lovely, but okay. <laughs> We've talked about those movies lovely. a million times. That's it. That's it. Trailer game. No, we, 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 we have, we a, have song. an intro. Actually, I like that intro more and more the more I hear it. Yeah, it's yeah. so hype. It does. Yeah, it hypes me up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the trailer game. If you've seen, if you watched it before, <laughs> you know the rules. If you haven't, here they are. I have three trailers right here. The contestants. We have a full house today. The first time all the contestants have been here, so there's no excuses why someone's in the lead for this game. Ooh. We've got Michael. Michael's currently sitting on eight. Chris. Chris is currently the leader with eleven. Braden currently with seven, and Steph. Hot on Chris's tail with 10. Now, what's going to happen is I've got the audio, the audio only of three separate trailers. What's going to happen? I'm going to play the audio. The contestants buzz in. If they get it right, point. If they don't, we play. We keep continuing the trailer and then the other contestants have a chance to buzz in. The only, you only get to take a second guess once everyone's had their first guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the best time I've ever done it. You have nailed oh, it. Yeah. Lovely. You should now clip that but we say and that put it on a button <laughs> so you don't have but to But the problem is I think everyone this. scores. Yeah, true. And now every time you do it so well, we interrupt you saying that. <laughs> have, have have a gap in the recording. So, so I can just go. As Chris is on. Eight. You got Steph it? is on. Seven. <laughs> like, just do it like that. If they are right, you will hear. That ended very quick. If you're right, they will hear. There you go. If they're wrong, you will hear. Right, uh, the buzz is so long. It makes you feel so yeah. bad for getting wrong. Yeah, it does. All right. Now, I'm going to have to take my headphones off for this one Ooh. because I need to hear who gets this because it's going to be so close. It's going to be quick. Yeah. So I can't. It'll be like two seconds. Okay. That's a good look. Thanks. Oh, I'll go Levin from. Levin and I'll go him from Star Trek. Yep. I was going to say, no, you look like either it's like Star Trek or that extra on Cloud City. In, I have a feeling in, I'm just not uh, going to be in the running for this one. I've got terrible yeah. reflexes. So can everyone do the buzzer so I know who's who? I'm sure I remember those. All right, are we ready? I'm pretty sure this has got like a five-second thing. If not. Here we go. Let's see how we go. Here it comes. Everyone get ready. Long ago, in a faraway land... There was a prosperous kingdom ruled by a young emperor. (laughs) That was everyone all at the same time. No, still not me. I didn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Was it you? I know what it is, but I didn't buzz just then. Did did only you and I buzz? Yeah. 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 I want rock, paper, scissors. All right. Oh, no. So do you go one, two, three, go. All right. Second we had boom, baby. I was like, ah. Empress New Groove. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's a good movie. All right, that's easy. Yeah, that was that was tense. That would that must have that must have been you and me like on it straight away. All I heard at the same time was just it was just. Can can we also appreciate? I broke my uh, (laughs) I've broken my dry streak. Yeah. Hey, oh. Michael's got one. Michael is on nine. Michael ain't you know I can Hold retire on, on that nine, one now. Nine, ten, eleven. Crap. Yeah. I'll retire on that one. serious. <laughs> All right. Uh, good luck for the rest of these. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, the rest of these are really <laughs> tough. This is a lovely audio ready. experience. Rise and shine. What is this place? Can you tell me your name? I, I can't remember anything. Maze Runner. Hey. Oh my god. I, I've never seen it, so I wouldn't oh. that one. That was the uh, the titular Maze Runner. Yes. Yep. Daniel Bryan. Yep. Daniel Bryan. Dylan Steph, Bryan. Dylan Bryan. Steph, Daniel you, Bryan's you a wrestler. Tied it up for the lead. <laughs> <laughs> tied up for the lead. Can someone That's please it. edit him into the maze room? <laughs> yes. So, oh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, you tied lead. All right, are we ready for trailer three? Here we go. I'm hot. I'm big. No. No. My name is Daniel Lugo. 
and I believe in fitness. All this began because it was time to push myself harder. Oh, there you go. Yes. Otherwise, I was looking at another 40 years of wearing sweatpants to work. Mr. Doble, are you currently using steroids? I think they messed me up. Don't worry. So we specialize in here. Penis magic. I'm a self-made man. I made a lot of money. Maybe yourself ought to spend some of it on a salad. You know who invented salad? Poor people. What's going on, D.L.? Hey, we just get tired of being where you are, Adrian? No. I kind of like it here. I mean, the weights are new to I mean, in life, man. I'm just trying to think of a Mark Wahlberg fitness film. Also, Anthony Mackie. I got a plan to change that. Do you want a director? Please do your time, pal. Sure. I don't think it's going to be fixed for a job now. What? Do you want a Transformers Yeah. Do you want another actor? Yeah. For sure we can. Victor Kershaw is a criminal prick who deserves bad stuff to happen to him. I've never seen that. That's for sure. We go through with this. Nobody gets hurt, right? Oh, man. We snatch him. There he is. We grab him. come out. Signs a few signatures. We give him a protein shake. He doesn't even know what happened. I watched a lot of movies, Paul. I know what I'm doing. Some gym time. gang has successfully I think any of us know the title of all the nah. movie. Ah, I think we're all really. Yeah. I think for the no, first like, time. I can't even think of the film. So this is the Michael Bay hit 2013 vehicle, Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Right. Was on the tip You know what? Time? I was thinking Pain and Glory. He's like, nah, that's not the right yeah. one. Pain, pain and, and Gain. That's a different thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. Never, never heard of it. Nah, I'm with you. <laughs> I just knew it's just one. It's just one like fitness movie. Oh my god! All right, so. Not, so cut. no one here has seen it at all? No. Nah. Man, there's a scene in this film where the... So they they uh, basically want to get rich by killing people and Shit. then like, stuff it. like that. And uh, I can't remember exactly what happens, but this is a scene where they kill someone. They kill accidentally kill someone. So they're very incompetent. Like they, yeah. they want to threaten to kill them. They really want to do it, but then they can't go through with it. But then they actually do accidentally kill someone. They're all bodybuilders. Mm. Oh. And The Rock's like an idiot born-again Christian. Oh, my God. And... They accidentally kill someone and Mark Wahlberg and Anthony Mackie go to a hardware store to go buy like things to just chop up and dispose of the body. And they're like, you like burn off their fingerprints so you don't know where they are. And then it just like cuts to a scene where the rocks outside at the front of the warehouse on a public road, grilling someone's hands on the griller. Oh. And then a, it, and then a um, subtitle comes up and goes, once again, we have to remind you, this is a true story. Oh my god! So yeah, yeah. A trio of bodybuilders in Florida get yeah. caught up in an extortion ring and a kidnapping scheme that goes terribly wrong. God damn! Wow. There you go. Sure, it's fine. It's oh. it's, it's fine. It's, it's worth watching. It's 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 yeah. How it's just weird. unbelievable. Check this one out. Yeah, weird. Well, uh, I'm very happy that no one got that because I yeah. put that one in because I thought no one would have heard of it. That yeah. was a deep cut. Yeah, not bad, not bad. That's a point for Alex. That, that, can we, we, can we add one? Every yeah. time, every time we can't if get Alex, one. I'm on two. If Alex beats no one got freaky. No, mm. no one did get that one. No if no. Alex beats us, he gets points. So Alex Ooh. is now on two. Yeah. So the, with that, the trailer game scores are Chris on 11, Steph on 11, Michael on nine, Braden on seven, Alex on two. <laughs> now, oh. Steph, we didn't tell you what no. the winner has to do. What's the winner have to so, do? So by episode 100, if the winner, uh, whoever the winner of the trailer game is, they have to, they're playing the trailer game on episode 100. But they're not playing against any one of us. You're playing the audience. <laughs> Well, the collective, <laughs> the collective group audience of the audience and us, or? except for me, because I will make them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that was the trailer game, everyone. Oh. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode ninety-eight of Millennial Movie Talk MMT with the gang. Yes, the whole gang. We are not a gang, right? The whole gang. Yes. We're, when we are legally not a gang. <laughs> okay. We are, however, oh, a business. Way. You can head over to patreon.com slash millennial movie talk where you can find all of our bonus content we put up there, pre-shows, post-shows, random ass after dark talks that we'll get. Uh, you got a taste of that if you're over on the pay, pay, pay podcast feed. <laughs> you right? Yeah, I had a small stroke. stroke. <laughs> get ready for the next one. Chris and I will be <laughs> deep diving into a subject matter that kicks ass. Oh, I wonder what it'll be. Kick ass, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah, uh, you ruined it. Uh, but yeah, so you can find that <laughs> patreon.com slash middle movie talk. Uh, subscribe on whatever podcast service of choice you're at. If you want to find where we are, you can go to anchor.fm slash millennial movie talk. Or if you're ever on YouTube, youtube.com slash millennial movie talk, you can find us there and subscribe, like the videos, see our wonderful faces. Yay. Yep. And our new mic stands. Yay. Thank, Thank you, you, Patreons. 
for doing nothing. I mean, <laughs> their support I, meant yeah. a lot to me. And with saying that, I'm Alex. I'm Michael. I'm Christian. I'm Brayden. I'm Steph. And we're out of here. Also remember to add Michael on Facebook. Goodbye.